Real Exam English, episode four, sport. Hello and welcome to Real Exam English. My name is Trevor and today we're going to be talking about sports and exercise. Okay, I'm a big sports fan. I love watching sports as well as keeping fit, but I understand not everyone is into doing exercise and following sports, but it is a common topic in English tests. So you need to prepare yourself for sports questions, whether you are interested in sports or not. In this episode, we have some super phrasal verbs for you and a great mix of accents too. So you can get used to listening to different accents before you take your English exam. And remember, in case you can't understand everything the speakers say, then you can get the transcripts and worksheets to this and every episode on the Real English Exam pages on Facebook or Instagram. Okay, then uh, let's go ahead with some sports and exercise questions. Which sports are popular in your country? In our country, um, well, uh, baseball is very popular, uh, American football, um, basketball is popular. There's so many different sports. I'd say those are probably some of the big ones, you know, American football and baseball, basketball. Of course, there's hockey. Um, you know, I think it depends kind of where you are, you know, if there's professional teams in the area. I mean, Soccer, of course, is popular, but it's not nearly as, as, as followed as it is in the rest of the world, although it's, I think it's becoming more and more popular as time goes on. Okay, nice answer there from America, of course. And just to comment on a really nice comparison in this answer. So the speaker says, soccer, of course, is popular, but it's not nearly as followed as it is in the rest of the world. And... Uh, this is a really nice structure to use and it's very useful to have some fancy ways of comparing things because the nature of English exams is that very often you're asked to compare maybe it's pictures or two different scenarios. Um, so for example, in Cambridge, first certificate and advanced speaking parts two and three, you have to compare photographs or different options. Okay, so rather than just saying it's not as good as, you can say it's not nearly as good as, and it kind of emphasizes it a bit more. And alternative structures you can use here are it's nowhere near as good as, or it's not half as good as, um, so I suppose just try to have some fancy structure that you can use in the exam for comparing two different scenarios, because it is something that comes up all the time. Have you ever taken part in a sports competition? Yes, I have. I used to play rugby when I was in school. Um, uh, we lost the quarterfinal of the junior cup. I'm still sickened about it. I missed two kicks and I get reminded quite often. What is the best time of day to do exercise? I prefer doing it early in the morning because it sets me up for the day and I get a good rush of endorphins and I feel like I've achieved something first thing in the morning. The first question here has a phrasal verb within the question. Uh, it was, have you ever taken part in a sports competition? And to take part in means to participate in. Okay, so for example, I took part in a debate yesterday at school. And in the answer to this question, uh, the speaker used this expression, I'm still sickened about missing uh, some kicks. And to be sickened uh, means to feel disgusted or really disappointed about something. 
So an example would be, I missed the last train home by 30 seconds. I was sickened. I ended up having to walk the whole way home. And in the second answer, uh, we heard another phrasal verb. It was, I prefer exercising in the morning because it sets me up for the day. Okay, so if it sets you up, it means it prepares you for, for the day. Another example of this would be, have a big breakfast to set you up for trekking on the mountain. We had a nice piece of vocabulary as well, which was, um, I get a good rush of endorphins. A rush is like a, a quick flow of something. And there are some common collocations, which would be endorphins, like in this case, or a rush of energy or a rush of adrenaline. So an example would be jumping out of the airplane, give me a huge adrenaline rush. How far do you agree that you have to spend a lot of money to stay fit and healthy? Um... Well, <laughs> that's funny. I, I laugh because um, I actually, I, I, I enjoy going to gyms. I really like, I feel like if I spend the money, it's more motivation for me to, to go to the gym. So I feel like I do personally feel like I need to like spend something in order to motivate me to work out. But I mean, right now, you can definitely find ways to work out without spending money, which is what we're learning right now, because you can't go to a gym. So, um, you know, it's easy to just go out and run and not even spend any money. You can play games like soccer, which is very, um, you know, low cost sport to play um so you can definitely stay fit that way clearly another covid19 lockdown answer there uh two things i would like to point out in in this answer the first is this structure in order to motivate me so instead of saying to when you're giving the purpose or the reason that that you're doing something it's better to say in order to or so as to so in this situation, um, it was, uh, I feel like I need to spend something in order to motivate me. Okay. Um, so for example, you would say, I study in order to get better at my subject. Or I go to the gym in order to get muscles. Okay, so it's just better than saying to. And the other thing I would like to uh, mention is to work out. Okay, so you probably know this phrasal verb before, but it really is the most important phrasal verb when you're talking about exercising and gyms in particular. So to work out is basically to do exercise. Remember, you can get the transcripts for this and every episode on the Real Exam English pages on Facebook or Instagram. And you can also find lots of great grammar exercises there, as well as really useful tips on how to prepare for your exam. And if you want information on classes to prepare for your exam, then you can find that there also. Have you ever been to a gym? I went to a gym once in about 1984. <laughs> um, because I had this grand idea of doing a massive cycling tour and um, I used to do a lot of cycling and um, I, my body strength in the lower part of my body was really good but my upper body strength was weak and I thought I'd better go to a gym and I went once and I hated every second of it and that was the last time I ever set foot in a gym. <laughs> Clearly not a fan of the gym there. 
I I just like to point out this structure. I'd better go. That was used in the answer, and this structure is used when you're making a suggestion or a recommendation. So it's I'd better go to a gym, and the I'd uh, actually is I had better go to a gym. And this is something that I see people getting wrong all the time, particularly in part four of the use of English for the first certificate and the advanced and something that you need to master. And it's quite useful also because you can use it in your speaking when you're making a decision with a partner. You can say we'd better make a decision, for example, and you can also put it into your writing perhaps in a in an informal letter to a friend where you're making a suggestion on something that they should do uh, you could put it in there also so uh, take a look at that before the exam and make sure that you're able to master it do you try to keep fit yes i suppose i do um invariably on a on an exercise bike um and failing that preferably dance classes um i find gyms uh quite boring um and i used to be a gym bunny for many many years and what what i mean by a gym bunny is i used to go to the gym quite regularly probably about four five days a week and even if i had a hangover i'd go to the gym and run it off and at some point i thought this is a bit too much um so i stopped doing that and now i prefer to to do something a bit more sociable so preferably dance classes or something like that. we have a brilliant expression here a gym bunny so a gym bunny is someone who goes to the gym very often and also make note of the expression she used to clarify what she meant. And that was what I mean by a gym bunny is. Uh, so that's a very nice way to introduce an explanation. Who is your favorite sports personality? Hmm, that's a difficult question. I don't know. I'm going to say um, uh, Jackie Charlton because he's just the first person that springs to mind because he unfortunately passed away today, very sadly, at the age of 85. And he lifted the country at a time um, when I was very impressionable. And I remember um, that time and uh, it was a great time in um, everybody in Ireland's lives because we're a nation of optimists and hopeful people in face of adversity uh he was a soccer manager jackie charlton what a legend uh so the first thing to comment about this answer is this expression springs to mind this is an excellent expression to to know because it's very versatile you can use it to answer many different questions. If somebody asks you about your favorite food or a movie or, I don't know, a place that, that you like, you can use this expression. You know, you can say, uh, the first place that springs to mind is whatever. An alternative version is uh, that comes to mind. Okay, but I like springs to mind. It's a re really good expression. And what else? So this speaker uses this phrasal verb, uh, passed away. Um, and this, of course, means when someone dies. Okay, it's like a, a nicer way of saying um, when someone dies. And also the last thing to comment on is that she says he was a soccer manager. Okay, in the United Kingdom, soccer is known as football. 
Uh, but in countries that have another form of football, such as the United States or Ireland or Australia, perhaps, then they call their own football football and they call soccer soccer. That's it for the questions for today. Remember to have a think about how you would answer questions about what sports you do or would like to do, how you keep fit, why it is important to do exercise and what sports are popular in in your country and get yourself some nice sports vocabulary and you'll be all set to pass your test. Okay, uh, thank you very much for listening. I'd be really grateful if you could like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify or whatever podcast player you use. And please get in touch on Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. (music) 